You're listening to Courting in Color with your hosts, Shatrice and Louise. All right. Hello, Courting Cuties. Welcome back to another episode. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey. All right. Let's get started. Louise, what you been up to for this past week since we talked last? Well, I talked to you off for 30 minutes about this virtual podcast conference I attended to. So, you this know, <laughs> we're making some uh, money moves uh, or we're just making Wait, moves who, in general. It, what, was it Cardi? Is she, yes, was she the one making Cardi. money moves? Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and it's been okay. I've been really annoyed today because literally for the past hour, my neighbor has had her dog on the porch. I don't know, God knows what reason, meeting another dog, I think. And that dog will not shut up. And I'm like, I... Oh, that dog I met. Yeah. No, no, no. My next door neighbor, like, in the house over from me. In the next house. Yeah, yeah. In the next house. I was just like, that dog is yapping. Like, literally yapping for no reason. Like, I don't know. It was annoying me. It was annoying me, but I am okay. I'm looking forward to this weekend, obviously. And so I'm just trying to get to to that i'm also in the middle of a move and so that's its own thing too yes well i too am looking forward to this weekend i'm really excited but i learned maybe in the last 24 hours how anxious i've been about turning 30 like mm. i obviously bring it up at any chance i can but i'm like if i really like the reality of you know kind of setting plans, but not really. Like, I don't think I ever really said by 30, this is what I need to do. But like, it just feels like, like, should I, should I do that? If I haven't done that, like, what am I doing? You know, and I don't, and it's wild because you could have said like in June, like, what are you doing with your life? And I'd have an answer. And I'd still, I mean, I still have an answer today, but it's like, then when you frame it with like, turning 30 and it's a new decade like should I be renewing something should I be like fresh about something I don't know so I've definitely been stressed and so while you're in the moving process I've mentioned that I'm in the house hunting process and so that that it's also like adult things that I'm doing on top of turning 30 and so then like all the stress gets compounded and it's just like I just want this weekend to happen like someone's like are you so excited to turn 30 I was like girl it's not like I'll be 30 it's fine like I just want this damn weekend to happen and then I can like have some right. sleep it'll be fine so yeah that's definitely <laughs> 30 will mean you get to sleep more but listen you're a podcast yes. host by the time you're 30 and so you know every take, little girl's dream right check that off the millennial checklist and so <laughs> here we are exactly here we are so what is one memorable courting dating related moment that you've had for this past week I actually am not ready this week with my answer. <laughs> I've been just so. <laughs> yes, please go first. Thank okay. you. No worries. You know, I'd be on the gram and all the things. Uh-huh. And every now and then, well, actually, this summer, I feel like I've reposted a lot and just a lot of content with, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, mm-hmm. and just trying to educate folks and educate myself or whatever, whatever. So, but every now and then I'll just be scrolling on the explore page. Not really. That's honestly where my sleep has gone. It's gone to the damn explore <laughs> page of Instagram. I'm like, Shatrice, turn off the phone. Uh, but anyway, I was scrolling, 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 and someone posted something from Pastor TJ, T. 
T.D. Jakes? Yeah, Pastor T.D. Jakes. And I don't even know really what the whole thing was about. But the little piece that I saw was, if it don't fit, don't force it. Well, he said mm. it does not. <laughs> don't force sure, it. Sure, sure. And I was like, again, I don't really know in what context he was talking about, but maybe it was just a general statement to the people. And so, of course, I was like, well, when it comes to dating, and honestly, when it comes to this house hunt, I'm like, if it doesn't feel right, mm then it ain't right. Like, don't, do not make this massive purchase because you feel like you have to have these things by 30 and do not stay with this man because you feel like you have to have a man by 30. And, you know, I was talking to my mom yesterday, like specifically about my stress about the house. And she's like, you'll, you'll just know, girl, you'll just know. I was like, I'm dating or a housewife. (laughs) What am I going to know? She's like, you'll be so happy, whatever. I was like, I swear people have been telling me that for years that like, I'll just know. And I'm like, it's weird. Cause I'm like, does that mean I've never really known what right. it's been like to have someone that I like am genuinely excited about and, um, you know, ready to commit to. And I mean, I guess perhaps the answer is no. And so <laughs> things, th- things to explore in the next decade of my life slash in two days, <laughs> like, Things I don't to explore know. outside of your explore page. Think <laughs> that's you know my mind really when I think about it. I appreciate. Yeah, that. that's like yeah. really good. Ad- that's like really good advice, right? Uh, I hear that and I equate it to. Um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on her name. Does it spark joy, Marie Kondo? Mm, so yeah. I'm thinking of does it spark joy? And I'll never forget when you came with me to apartment hunt in my current place and I walked in mm. and I was like, oh, this is it. This is exactly what yeah. I was looking for. Like, and I just knew, right? And I've learned to yeah. trust more of that spark um, in a lot of facets of my life, everything from apartment hunting to like buying a plant. I'm like, I got to feel good about it, right? Like it has to stir something within me or otherwise I'm going to be unsatisfied or just like not really feeling it you just like not feeling good about it and so I think that's that's very applicable applicable advice so shout yeah. out to your moms and uh this pastor on Instagram I was about to call him an Instagram pastor no he's like I, legit I, yeah right I was like <laughs> it's like you know how like SoundCloud rapper is like kind of a low bar thing I didn't want to put that pastor <laughs> at that level I don't need well, God you know messing up my plans <laughs> Well, and I feel like we have specifically distinguished like Instagram preachers aren't actual preachers. They're just people who are preachy on Instagram. Like, I feel like we. Like, yes. Oh my God. Like, I love a good hashtag. Yes. I love a good capital letter in between a word. And I was like, this is a lot. I love a good like motivational Sunday. Yes. Oprah, like a. Yes. Oprah exactly. Sermon. But sometimes these hashtags take me out. I was like, this is, this is a lot. This is a lot. Um, <laughs> Hashtag stay blessed. Hashtag stay blessed. And, you know, anyway, I could go on and on. Yes. Um, I don't know if I have, like, I don't know if I have a memorable courting and dating moment. And that's and that's so weird. I think, you know, work has just been getting really, really busy. And as I think about mm-hmm. just last week's episode with Tam to now, I mean, I think I've just been focused on this move and have been really focused on work and I think actually maybe if I can say something I've been struggling with, I think I've been struggling because I've been so busy with being present, right? So I'm Mm. finding myself being on my phone a lot more just because, you know, we're trying to expand the courting and color empire. And I don't think I've been the most present person and the most present partner, like in the last couple of days specifically. Um, Mm -hmm. And I need to, I think actually I recognize that during breakfast, like yesterday, I was like, okay, I'm going to put my phone over there. And like, I can sit here and have breakfast with my person. 
and that's okay. Yes. Also, yes, don't let courting in color be the downfall of you courting in color. <laughs> like, right. That's not the purpose of this year. That's not, right, this podcast, yes. What yeah. it, would that be called? Decording? I don't even know what that, what's the opposite? Uncording? Well, I don't, no, I don't think they've ever no. had a word. Being okay. single as fuck, that's what they call it. Right. All right, so now it is time for... A shout out to one of our courting cuties. Liz is out there supporting. Thank you so much, Liz. And Liz said, um, I need to catch up and I need to catch up on Insecure. I love the show. I love y'all so much. Um, it's just so great to hear such confidence, ease, and growth in your story and journey with your partner. I was cheesing so hard. I love your questions, too. I found myself reflecting alongside you all. So thank you, Liz. That's amazing. We're so glad you're listening and enjoying. And actually, someone else said that to me, too. They were like, oh, well, when I listened to your like first episode, entitled first um they were like oh yeah like I went back with like my spouse and we were just like answering some of the questions and stuff like that so I'm glad that we are sparking you know reflection and activities and conversation um amongst our courting cuties and their cutie pies so yes well and speaking of courting cuties so we are in I don't know we're gonna call it like a call to action maybe but as you're listening take literally five seconds to text someone or Instagram DM, hey, maybe it's even like an old flame. Tell them about this podcast. <laughs> Let them know that they should hear our episode. And honestly, even if it's the Will and Jada one and the August Alcino one, that's a good one for them to start with. Um, but yeah, it would really mean a lot to us if Courting Cuties, you know, help us spread the word about our podcast. Feel free to, again, share it with someone, post it on your Instagram and tag us and we'll share it. Um, and just let people know that uh, we are waiting for them at the court. Before we hop into today's topic, we're going to uh, preface it with the tales of a tenderoni. And I'm really excited about this uh, tale and also this topic because I just feel like it's always a topic in our friend group yes. of, of things that we like. So you ready? I'm ready. Tinderoni and Chatrice have been messaging back and forth for a few days. I just want you to know that I'm really interested in you. Okay, question. Do you know what love languages are? I've heard of it before. This girl told me about it. Chatrice likes last message. Go her! Before I responded to your initial email, I just our initial message, I just wanted to make sure you understood my reference. So my response to your interest comment is that you have to show me as you tell me. Words don't mean anything to me if they're not backed by actions. My top love language is acts of service. Chatrice sends a graph listing all of the love languages and what they mean. Okay. What's your top LL? Loyalty and love. So... <laughs> so LL was short for love languages I just didn't feel like typing it out I wasn't asking for your top two L words my bad LMAO I'm saying my two is loyalty and love I know what you're asking me that's my two LL Chatrice dislikes last message Okay, but those aren't one of the five actual options. Did you get the image that I sent you? You should take the quiz. I've seen it. 
I'm not into none of them. So you're not into spending quality time with someone you're dating? That comes within. You don't like it when women compliment you? That's God-given, LOL. Shatrice sends annoyed face emoji. So you don't want to be touched. I do. See, you're on point. I would say all five of them. Make up love. Now the loyalty comes from within you. And this has been Tales of a Tenderoni. Okay, let's just hop into it. Okay, so... Louise, what are your initial thoughts about this exchange back and forth? I was really trying to stay in character, so I yeah. wanted to laugh. Not the two LLs being loyalty and I wanted to scream. So, first of all, first of all, I said, a bitch must be growing because you would have got unmatched right then and there. Reply with this nonsense before, but I was like, okay. You know what? Even though we lit, I literally just said love languages like ten times. Like I don't see how the LL could stand for anything else in this, in this context of this conversation. And like for people to like do shorthand so often, like why can't I abbreviate things? But then he was like love and loyalty, and I was like, I was so annoyed, and I was like, she's like, don't like, just you know, explain what you mean and right. then hop back on track. And then we see that apparently he did know what I said. <laughs> so I was like, well, okay, great. I, <laughs> I, I am so confused. And, and, you know, I'm all for creativity, right? I can give people creativity, but mm-hmm. justify it. Maybe say, hey, right. those five don't apply to me. I'm going to come up with my own too. And I guess he kind of said that, but like, didn't explain it and it I'm still trying to figure out what he means yeah right well because okay because that was my thing I was like okay I don't I was really perturbed hence my like thumbs down like emoji like when when he said it when he was like I just don't do them you like you can't not do them (laughs) like I don't know maybe and maybe that's like is there such thing as not doing love languages like do like because I'm like but the love languages are pretty basic and I think he really is and so I shared this conversation with (laughs) another straight man and I was like all he said was he wanted love and loyalty and I was like what the fuck is that supposed to be and the straight man I was telling he was like yeah that's that's all he actually wants (laughs) I was like so literally you're telling me by loyalty y'all all basically mean just I don't want to be cheated on so literally all you want from me is for me to not cheat on you. And then you'll be happy? I just don't believe that. Like, right. I don't believe if I never, like, text you or, like, compliment you or touch you. I don't think you're going to be happy just because I'm sitting here not cheating on you but not doing anything else. Like, I just, uh, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I, I'm big into it. And so maybe that's also part of it. But, yeah. But also, too, like. Yes, you are into it, and I can clearly tell from reading, reading, and and playing this uh, theater actor, yes. this character, Act that you're into in. it. And so it's kind of interesting that he didn't en- even engage. Right? He seemed very unengaging to what you were saying. And I'm just curious, and we don't have to talk about it now. I'm just curious if like the conversation even continued, because when he said like, okay, yes, I do see your point. He said, I would say all five of them he said make up love what does that mean now the loyalty comes from within you 
Is this like and you know? I'd be like, putting on here exactly. Like I put the right, exact right. message on this, here. <laughs> like now the loyalty comes within you. I'm getting like Lion King, Mufasa, Simba shit. Like you have always been the king of Pride Rock. Like so, did the mess? Did the conversation continue, or did you unmatch? So this actually, this was post like Tinder match, and so like we still like kind oh. of talk, and like we have. So the interesting thing about this guy is that he was very almost like aggressive. I think I may have actually shared something with you the other week where he was like, you know, we in, you know, we're gonna be great for life type. Oh, yeah, it was. Him. So okay. I just think it's very fascinating that like on one hand and like one day you're like we're in this for life which i'm like bitch i've never met you so we're not right. but okay but sure like i'm like if you are passionate about me like who am i to stop you like great but like it's one thing for you to be there and then for you to be over here when i'm like trying to like now like dig into like okay like how do we connect how, i mean like literally the levels are about like connecting and showing your love and appreciation to someone how do we do that and then this negro gonna be like uh no like no like i'm like love like so one of your one of the l's that he said was love you can't spell love languages without the first word of like literally the first word is love and so like i i'm like yes it's like love is like the like the umbrella here like it's all Mm -hmm. love yes and i think that's what i think that's kind of what he was saying but i'm like so then take it a step further (laughs) like what like what are we like because I I just I know that this was something that I was thinking about with like Sully and like other guys that I've dated. I'm like, I feel like I always want access service and I wonder if it's because I never get access mm-hmm. service. Like I mm-hmm. don't ever really feel like I get it. And so that I mean, I think maybe that's why it always stays at the forefront. And it's I was confused as to why this got so confusing. And it was, I mean, obviously it was comical because I was just like, okay. And he like has since like said something about the love languages. I was like, actually, you can just like stop talking about them because you don't actually, you aren't referencing any actual love languages and you don't seem to like get the the point. I was like, you know, maybe if we meet, we can take the quiz together and like really talk it through. Because I was like, I also acknowledge that like, maybe you know people communicate so maybe like doing this via text was like you know a lot or whatever and so i, I yeah even when even when you're saying so you're not into spending quality time with someone you're dating that comes within that comes from within what i don't even know what that means like, i don't even paint me a so, picture <laughs> well and i just cackled when you referenced lion king because i was like lion king africa you know, uh, men, black men, hoteps, like it just yeah, right, it just right. hit me on this journey real quick of like, hmm, maybe this is something a hotep would say. Right. I don't the king of pride rock hotep. Thank you. Like the king, yes, like this king looking for queen hotepery. Um, and usually hoteps are only able to get fake D. And, mm-hmm. and I'm, it's too uh, soon to judge. It's too sure, soon to judge. Sure, but sure, I sure. do not understand what the fuck he was talking about. And I, I genuinely wonder what do heterosexual men generally or usually or typically talk about to heterosexual women like that they are interested like why does this always seem so difficult to have like a real conversation with a guy who just he literally started by like confessing his love and things for me so like why are like uh, like what do you even like about me like you won't like do you think it's like um 
I don't know, we've had this conversation before. Is it like a, maybe texting is not his thing? But also if texting is not your thing, then like say that, right? You prefer phone calls. Right. And or, so, yeah, that could be it. Well, and mm, great point because he had, I don't know if he mentioned, call, I don't think he's this, I don't think this guy has ever called me. And I feel like he definitely mentioned calling me like before, mm-hmm. and but he never did. And so like I called him. But then he didn't answer and like wasn't available for the rest of the night. And so I'm like, so like the phones either, like I'm confused. And so I'm like, and actually the other, and it connects to what we're talking about because then the next day I was like, he like had, he was like, it was raining and like my friends came up. Like, I don't know what any of this has to do with you just telling me you're not available, but it immediately took me back to my love languages because I was like, quality time is really important. And so the fact that you can't even like carve out 10 minutes and you know, got, as we know, men love to call me busy because apparently other women uh-huh. that they've dated have sat on the couch if they busy. like. Right. Um, but, but yeah, I was like, well, that to me is a long distance version of quality time that like we can have time to talk on the phone or that you're texting me like I hate when people text me like a hey or what's up or whatever and I'm like oh I respond and then they, I don't hear back from them. I'm like so you <laughs> what it's like you literally reached out to me and now you left me mm. left me hanging like what like what are we right. doing here and this so I like church is also call and response right like this right. <laughs> Right, you called, I responded, and they were like, oh, right, that's all I need. Like, what? Right. like, what are we doing? And so I told him that, like, I was like, you know, because again, I've been trying to be very, like, clear on my expectations or, yeah, I mean, I guess just clear on my expectations. And I was like, I don't, like, if you sh- something you should know about me is I don't like being ignored. And so, yeah. all, like, it's great that you have all these things pop up all of a sudden the one time I call you but like if you could just say that next time like don't leave me hanging like I'm I'm just I just think that's rude I I was like you know it just would be nice to be considerate like I expect that from my friends and anyone who's considering themselves to be a potential partner like you know and he and he did a lot of this like oh before I said that he was like you know I'm just I'm just being me and Mm. and I was like well then that's a pretty shitty version of you because it's like um uh you know as i think about who to be as a person during the courting phase should hopefully not be that different as to who you are in your normal life right and i think even tamra last week Mm. talked about that right like the person you marry the person you're with should be like your best friend and so Mm -hmm. if you're kind of being flaky if this guy's being flaky with you i'm kind of left wondering how how slash to what extent he's being flaky in other other ways too like I feel you should bring your most authentic self to the courting phase, the dating phase, the talking phase. Like that should not be something that like an onion gets revealed in many layers later. Like you should, you should be that from the jump. Absolutely. And I, (laughs) and I really think a lot of times these guys are putting their best foot forward. And I'm like, Oh, yikes. This is, these are, all the steps you're gonna take buddy like yeah do you and, and i know this doesn't align with what we're talking about today but it also makes me wonder when you were saying like what do heterosexual men even talk about with heterosexual women and it's like i'm just curious in your dating experience then does it like what does meeting someone in person versus like 
via the Tinder app or texting? Like, does that change any kind of dynamic, right? Maybe that's its own episode where we talk about how to meet people or what does that look like in person? Because I'm like... But I would say yes. Right, right. But I, you know, when I read the tales of Tinderoni when we do them, I'm always like, would this have happened in person? (laughs) And we talked about this too, like, Mm -hmm. you know, or I don't know if we've talked about it or the gays have talked about it, but it's like, would you approach someone at the bar with how you are approaching someone on these hookup apps or dating apps? Yep. Pinning that we're talking about because, because, oh my God. Yeah. Like, uh, exactly. And I think as a side tangent, I think that's part of the reason why I'm always so adamant about meeting these men. Like, I'm like, okay, let's like talk a couple of times, do a couple exchanges. And then let's just see how we are in real life. Because if you really are seeking a relationship, I would imagine at some point you want to exist with that person or communicate and connect with that person in person. Like you want to see them and like feel their vibes and energies and all the things like in person. So let's just do that because I have been burned before of like, you know, talking to a guy for a couple months or whatever, mm-hmm. and then meeting like down the line. And it was like, Ooh, that was a waste of time. Yeah. It wasn't like, obviously everything's a learning opportunity, blah, 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 blah. But truly I was like, if we could have just done this, I don't know three months ago, (laughs) like, while you were coming up with every excuse not to meet, then we could have just saved ourselves. Saved a lot of time. Saved a lot of time. And so, yeah, that's its own thing. And I just won't even talk anymore about my frustrations with men who are not serious about meeting up, men who, like, want to string you along and bullshit you because they're just bored and they want someone to talk to. And I'm like, you know what? I think I... At this point, and I think I said this maybe last week or at some point, I was like, I'm pretty good at distinguishing like who is about something and who or who wants something and who doesn't. And so I'm like, I don't have to cut people, these guys off. Like, fine, like people love, you know, everybody loves making friends and shit. So I'm like, maybe this will be a straight man that I will be friends with because I was like, I don't necessarily have straight male friends, but you know, I was like, you know, so maybe that's what this will be. Because clearly it's not a love connection. Well, let me not say clearly. It's currently not a love connection or feeling like a love connection. And you're not doing anything a la my acts of needs for acts of service. Like you're not doing anything to show me that you're interested in me. Well, and that's actually what I was about to say, right? And I've acted both ways with what I'm about to say, right? If I'm interested in someone, I'll ask like engaging questions after they share something, right? So you sharing that your love language, your top love language is act of service like he could have asked you're saying my top love language is acts of service you send a graph and then his response is just okay not like okay tell me more or like okay what does that look like and then so i've been that person right i'm interested in you i'm going to ask those engaging questions about the most mundane things yeah yeah and i've also been the other person where i'm not interested in you and i'm like okay short and one answer (laughs) but then i'm like then I at least do the common courtesy, or used to do the common courtesy of ghosting you at least. If I wasn't interested, how did ghosting get promoted to a common courtesy? <laughs> but that's like such trash too. That it's like at least because I don't want to string you along, right? At least, uh, okay. You know, so I'm like at least ghosting you shows you that <laughs> that I'm not interested anymore. But you should uh, get the message that there was no message from me. Right. I do not want to talk to you. <laughs> my ghost is coming to talk to you no no but yeah so like and to me i'm like okay, he nowhere in this i think is he asking you're asking the questions right like he's not How asking anything he's responding he's engaging and i think an extended question that i would have to straight men to heterosexual men is like 
how do you expect the courting phase to look like, right? What do you expect this to do? And, and, and maybe it's not even just heterosexual men. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's anyone. Like, what is, what do you expect the courting phase to look like? That's such a simple question, but I feel like yep. we would get such varying answers. And so maybe we're going to become a social anthropologist and we're going to go out to the just, field. Yes, I was just, I was like, that's a good research question. And I'm literally about to fucking ask everybody that. Like, what does dating look like to you? Because yeah. this can't be it. Like, this can't be it. And actually, I, I so, yes, like that's, that's a gem right there. That's gold. Because I was just thinking earlier today, I was like, I need to like, say something to someone that's like that's similar to like are you ever actually gonna ask me out but I was like that's not quite like the tone and like that's not the energy like I'm trying to put out but I'm like I just want to know the reality like the actual reality of us like going out and meeting because for me Uh and I think it's definitely I am not a gen uh, I gen or gen zer is that is that what we're on right now who's in college right now gen z yeah, okay. I'm not a Gen Zer. Like, so I don't believe a virtual relationship is at anywhere near the equivalent of an actual face to face in person. I know you're in right. real life, like, relationship. And I know that, like, that's like one of the hallmarks of Gen Z. It's not mine. I'm like, I don't know that I'm an early millennial, but I'll, I'll put myself in that category of like, we need to, like, have some face to face time because then it goes into physical touch. You know, let's just, let's just back up there. So, okay. Sorry. What are your, what are love languages? Love languages are these lovely, um, it's like kind of like this assessment uh, to better understand how you can, how you receive love and ways to give love. And Uh I just like using them. It's only, there's only five. If you've never taken the quiz before, literally just Google love languages and Google it and the quiz, the quiz and everything will pop up. I think it's just very enlightening um, from what you can learn and most most like most of these like assessments and quizzy things like you don't have to take everything like face value like you don't have to do everything literally like if something's your top love language today it doesn't mean that it'll be a top mm-hmm. love language tomorrow or in a different relationship you know with a different person but I think it's it creates a nice kind of uh common language it really like it is love language is a common language that you can share with a partner um and they I think they have a version for work to just better like connect with each other. And so that, that is what I have attempted to do several times. I know um, I always make it a point now to ask men before I start talking about love languages, if they know what it means, because you know, the one time question. <laughs> well, and I didn't even think about it like that. I was just thinking about the one time that I told a guy, we were talking about something. I think we were planning when to meet up next. And I was saying like, you know, blah, 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 my love languages. And I think he thought I was saying how much I loved him. And like, when I, I remember you, that. He, I remember yeah, that. He was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, what? This wasn't even about you. Like, this was for you to like learn more about me. But okay, now you are scared. So I'm confused. And so anyway, all that to say, there are five love languages. And the five are words of af- affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts, quality time, and acts of service. And so what are your, what's your kind of order of them? Because basically once you take the quiz, it'll be like, your top love language is this. And sometimes they tie and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, and actually, I need to remember the book. One of my therapists had me read about love languages because there's kind of the main topic and then there's kind mm-hmm. of like subsets of them. Though they can manifest in different ways. So um, yes. I think mine, I think my top, top one is words of affirmation. 
And I think words of affirmation, both in the verbal sense and in the written sense, it's really interesting. I don't realize how much I love getting like a handwritten card until I think quarantine, like sending a couple of my friends some cards and like then sending stuff back. I was like, oh, I really love, I love getting written things and being affirmed through the writing. I think in one part, it's because I'm not always the most comfortable hearing verbal praise, right? Mm -hmm. And I had to learn how to do that. And I had an amazing supervisor who taught me how to do that, um, to receive verbal praise. Um, And so writing is a little bit easier because I can, you know, it's not so direct if that makes sense. But a good good handwritten card that makes me cry Yes, I, I will have ascended. So everyone send me cards. Recording uh, <laughs> right. cutie, you send me a card. But um, so I would say that. And I think I would say, I think quality time. And it's interesting because mm-hmm. being in a relationship during quarantine, there's nothing but quality time. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I'm realizing quality time is and has been important because... I think I've talked about this. I'm not really much of a nester. I don't spend time at home. I'm very much a social butterfly and a frolicker. And I think quality time during quarantine has meant more time at home has meant just being at home and and building a home. Um, And I think that is kind of my second one. And it's been interesting how quarantine has definitely impacted them. Um, What are some of the other ones? So words of affirmation, Uh physical touch, receiving gifts, quality time, and acts of service. Oh, receiving (laughs) gifts, I think I would say is low. I don't, I don't, we've talked about this. In case it's not apparent, Chatrice and I talk about a lot. I think you could say we're friends. Uh, Yes. Plot twist. But (laughs) we've talked about gifts in the context of you have to feel like, you kind of feel pressured to react, right? Really big. Oh, yes. Your gifts, or they yeah. feel bad. And so for me, like, I don't really, like, gifts are nice, and I appreciate a really thoughtful gift. I think I appreciate thoughtful gifts, and we've talked about this before. Um, Absolutely. That's like, the only gift I want. But, right. But also, like, a handwritten card, again, words of affirmation, I think even mean more to me. Um, I don't know about you, but actually, I keep cards. Shout out to my friend, uh, Kimberly. Uh, from grad school, there's two Kims in my life. I was gonna uh, say, shout out, shout out from... to Kimberly from, <laughs> from my grad program. She keeps like has kept cards since she was like in elementary school, and I, I've kept my cards ever since I was in grad school. Like, I have a box of just cards. So, now let me ask gifts. you this Do you keep the cards for to protect the feelings of the person who sent you the card, or do you keep the cards because you truly want to like reminisce and go back and read? Because that's the only issue I have with throwing cards away. I'm like, oh my gosh, what if like this person like comes down and stops by my house and like <laughs> doesn't see their card out? Like I'm very like, yeah. oh my gosh, are the gifts you got me like out or like around? Like I don't want people oh, to think very that I don't appreciate very them. That. But it's also, not where's that crock pot? I don't see it <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> dishwasher oh my failure with that later um Um, no so i keep i keep the cards i think just as tokens right as this kind of like nostalgic thing at some point um and i've moved around in my 20s a lot and so Mm -hmm. i look at them whenever i move and it's just really nice to have that reminiscent now in our our line of work we do a lot of presentations and trainings and people always send very generic thank you cards i throw those out Um, (laughs) do you really yeah, because I'm just like, they're like, oh, thank you so much. We learned a lot. Grip. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> no. <laughs> <I can't>. no. <laughs> 
That is hilarious. And no, no. I want to like, you can record it one day and just like rip. No. <laughs> uh, but, but you know what I mean. No, you, but can, yeah, yeah. you can tell. Sorry, I have hiccups. No, you're fine. You can tell well, when and, someone sends you a generic card. Oh, absolutely. And on the topic of cards, let me ask you this because I feel like, again, maybe, maybe I'm an early millennial or late, whatever the one is before us, but. I always liked the the um, kind of effort or the the action of sending a card, like a thank you card or a message of gratitude after a job interview. And mm-hmm. I'm, it's so funny because I really don't like writing cards all that much. It's always kind of like an afterthought or a little bit of a headache to do. But like, I still I still value them as like an important way to express your gratitude. And so. Yeah. Um, I, like at this point, like in life, when I've done interviews, I've and I did not want to do this, but I've had to move to emails because it's like I met with twenty of y'all. I'm not writing twenty cards. Yeah. I don't know where to mail this. Like this is so much. And I so, did that for my first job out of grad school, but I haven't done it. I haven't. I don't think I did it since. I think I just do emails because what I learned is having served on a search committee. When people send them to me, I'm like. <laughs> I don't respond to them because I'm like, I don't know Me what neither. to say back. So I'm like, right. so then it's the same thing with the card. I'm like, I don't know. I, I really, my thank you gift is me getting the job and us working together. <laughs> like that's, that's my yes. thank you card. Let's talk uh, about that. You mean right, right. my 401k with your company. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, but I haven't done that with the job search. I mean, I think, I don't know, maybe like in the last two or three years, I feel like people do email a lot, LinkedIn a lot. Yeah. Um, I actually do like LinkedIn messages and I'll tell you why really? because, because most people all they do is add you and they never interact with you so I think a LinkedIn yes. message always stands out to me because uh, I'm like okay. oh most people don't do this and I, I, yeah. I don't do it either but <laughs> but like when but you notice do when it, it happens but I notice when it happens and so yeah I, so yes I so all that to say gifts are my last one I don't you know I I have learned so we're going back to love languages. I, I don't need, I don't receive that as a love language, but I know mm. that it is other people's love language. And I know, especially for my dad, that's, I, I would say it's probably his top love language to give is he's mm-hmm. very much like acts of service or gifts and not in like a, he's buying me a Mercedes Benz. Sure. It's like when I used to go he home, he would fill up, he would fill up my gas tank or he'd be like, Oh my God, I bought you these egg McMuffins from McDonald's, right? Those like little <laughs> things that I'm like, oh, okay, like you, you know, I like this, you know, I would appreciate this. And so you did it. Um, okay. Yeah. So let me ask you, cause that's exactly what I was going to ask you about anyway. So in those cases, do you consider that more acts of service or receiving gifts? Because that's exactly what, like, if you want to rip my panties off in a consensual type way, <laughs> um, all I want, all you need to do is listen to what the fuck I say uh-huh. that I like or do or whatever. And then, you know, at some unannounced time, like give it to me or, or, right. you know, send me the thing or show me the thing that I've been talking about. Like if I, you know, wanted this crock pot for all this time, you got me a crock pot or whatever. It's just something that's thoughtful. So would you, yeah, would you consider that acts of service? Or and I forget, actually, I do frequently forget that those are two separate ones. So I would mm-hmm. consider them more gifts. I think acts of service. Uh, well, but it's okay. interesting because like, uh, 
like my dad changing my oil is that an act mm-hmm. of service or he's you know i just can't do it and is that just the <laughs> gift right but um i don't know That's yeah. good- what it, how do you i guess differentiate like acts of service with a gift is it just like listening to what i said and then doing what i said that i would want you to maybe do okay so for the longest my only example of acts of service was if you just wash the dishes and if you'll recall i feel like i said way back when in 2019 when i was dating this fellow who like was just on dish duty all the time i was like child he washed those dishes and then later we had a good time like i just i hate it so much the wrinkly the prinkly wrinkled finger like i just the smell of dirty dish like all of it i hate and he did it and then i was like oh well now we know that that's your job in the kitchen <laughs> like i don't but like so he did it and he knew i hated it and he didn't mind doing it so that to me was like the ultimate act of service mm. um doing something that really it's kind of like taking something off of someone's plate so i guess right. that's how i would differentiate that uh, between okay. this because like yes i'm saying i want these pair of sunglasses um and then you surprise me with them but i don't know that that's necessarily an act of service plate but i would say like a very relevant example to like this week for me is like all of y'all honestly like y'all are really well and so i feel like access service and gifts sometimes like go hand in hand and maybe quality and service and access quality (laughs) time and access service go together because what i appreciate more than gifts is y'all coming to celebrate my birthday. Like, oh, that means more to me. Okay. Like I would rather you like that it that to me is the gift and right. that means more to me. You For you our presence is the present. It literally is. And so I know like one person was like, "Oh, I can't make it, but like what kind of gifts do you like?" And I was like, I like for your ass to show up. Like, that's what I like, but obviously. Oh, is it? Who I think it is? Well, so actually, can I ask, like, how'd you categorize this? So I think a couple weeks ago, you said for your community organizing event that morning, or I don't know if you mentioned it, but I saw it on Instagram. Haley brought brought you (laughs) breakfast that morning. Active service or a gift? Mm, Great question. Or both. I don't know. I'm going to say, actually, I'm going to say acts of service because I was just talking to my nutritionist about, like, how, like, feeding our body is a form of self-care that mm. I kind of often neglect. And so it's like, oh, well, I'll, I'll get food at some point. Like, it's just another thing on my to-do list. And so, like, I'll, it'll happen. I don't know when. And then it inevitably probably won't. And then I'll be, like, hangry and, like, grumpy and trying to, like, set shit up. And so, like, literally, like, opening my door to a bag of food that I didn't have to think about, mm. that I didn't have to go get, that I didn't have to buy, like, that tugged at whatever love language heartstrings uh, that you want to call it. But I would, I would probably liken it a little bit more to acts of service. And so, yeah, I just, I'm like, I think a, sometimes my acts of service do kind of come with like an item. Uh-huh. Um, and so there's that, but it's, but it's not to say that like to date me means you need to spend, you need to always be spending money on me. And right. so I don't know. I kind of, not necessarily struggle with that. And I was going to ask you like, which ones do you struggle with? But I think about um, how I receive love languages, but also how I give or show love languages. And I think in relationships, I am constantly, and I think I, I'm pretty sure I told you the story because it's, it's, I think with the same guy who was like, what love languages? Um, I was like obsessed. That's, that's an over-exaggeration, but like, I was really, really excited about getting him something for his birthday because we oh, had been yeah. like, seeing each other for a few months his birthday came up and i was like this is my time to shine this Wasn't is my time to show you no 
No, okay. Never mind. Child, no. <laughs> they come, they get similar ish timeline, sure. but completely different type of dating experience. But this was uh, pre Sully. Um, gotcha. What did we call it? I can't remember. Anyway, but I was like, his birthday's coming up. He's like, we've talked about birthdays because I love birthdays and celebrating them, and especially mine, obviously. Um, but I'm going to get him this thing. And so I think I ended up getting my own head a little bit about like having to be sure that I get something. Cause I'm like, this is, this is me showing you through items similar to your dad. Like this is me showing you that I'm interested in you. Like that. I care about you. Like, yeah, I can say these things, but like, look at me, like I'm paying attention. And so maybe uh-huh. this is actually just like about me more than it is, but I don't know. It's Things Leo are, season. I have a therapy session tomorrow. Cause I always like to have a, at least a pre-birthday check-in. So, we oh, that's so smart. That's a good tip. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Tip for the cuties. Yes. Um, but yeah. So, thinking about the love languages, which one do you? Which one or ones do you struggle with? I think I struggle with words of affirmation, and Yay. both I think verbally and writtenly. I'm really good for a birthday card that'll make you Written. cry. Writtenly <laughs> or the written word and the verbal word. Um, I'm really good for a birthday card to make you cry, but it always like is either a holiday or your birthday. And I think I should not wait until those moments to like communicate to affirm people. Right. Um, That should be a, it's, it's the, it's the same applying, like, you know, give people their roses while they're still here. I think that that falls into a, into line with that. So I think that's the one I struggle with a little bit most um, is the the words of affirmation um, on a continual or a regular basis, not just waiting for the holidays to, to roll around. So I struggle with giving that. Maybe gifts, because I don't know what to do with gifts. If that makes sense. Like, <laughs> Well, and people... if you don't know what to do with them, is it something that you really, like, is it a, I hate to say, like, is it a good gift? Like, I don't know. Like, right, I'm like, right. ah, what do I do with this thing? Like, I welcome like, them, but, like, I don't always know what to do with them. And maybe mm-hmm. I just struggle with receiving that because I, to what I was talking about before, I feel like I have to, you know, over-exclaim or I have to be big. And, 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 <laughs> yes. um, I will say maybe, like, what I struggled with the, what I struggled with for a long time is maybe quality of time receiving that. Because I think mm. it t- ties, receiving that ties into like self-worth and thinking about, okay, why mm. would someone want to spend time with me? Uh, mm. Or I'm clear, or sh- I'm sure they're trying to do something else or spend time with someone else. And so I would say those. What about you? So I'm, you know, over here in the amen corner to the words of affirmation. That definitely um, is a big one that I struggle with. And actually the last guy that, that I dated, he he was a bigger words of affirmation. So I'm like, I really had to make it a point to like express my gratitude for something that he did or, you know, what have you. And, and I think that's, and I think you're right. Like why wait until like these holidays and things like that. But honestly, Louise, like I come from a family where like (laughs) my mom will literally hear me talk about something in January and say that fucking gift for like seven months. And then I'm like, what? Like, what are you even (laughs) like, girl, like, you couldn't have just given it to me in January like, right. when it was relevant when I wanted it. And so like, I, I think it was, I've had like two friends in particular that I can think of who like are card writers and actually like a coworker too. And so like, I've known a couple a few women who have been like card writers. And I'm like, Oh, like you just like the, the concept of like 
sending a cute card outside of a holiday or a birthday was very like very yeah. to well i, I think like, quarantine i didn't know people did that <laughs> like, like i think quarantine right like i had never really sent cards before and i'm even mm. bad about sending postcards on vacation because i'm like i gotta find a stamp okay it, now do people really do that liz actually funny liz does liz is good for oh, sending really? a postcard hey, when she travels. <laughs> hey, um, but i i always struggle because i'm like I gotta buy the postcard. Then I gotta buy the international stamp. Then, like, depending on what country I'm in, not every not every post office box it, mailbox is for international mail. So it becomes too much. That's when it's like it truly was the thought that counts. And right. I will be buying. So it's funny because I buy <laughs> I buy postcards as extremely cheap, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. pieces of art. If, yes. if you will, like if yes, you yes. see like in my bedroom, like I have postcards from different places that I've. I was like, oh, I've like. When I tell you, I've literally never once considered actually mailing said postcard. I'm like, huh. Like, yeah. You know, I'm just learning new things. Maybe that'll be something for the decade of study, It's, it's so funny. I'm I'm in my bedroom and my nightstand is the drawers open and in it are cards that I just haven't sent. Uh, and I bought because I'm like, oh, during quarantine. And actually, I, I might. This is actually kind of inspiring me to like write another batch of, of cards for people. Mm-hmm. Um, I especially owe a friend of ours. Um, a card even though she said she was gonna write me one and hasn't and so i'm gonna start it off this time there, okay there you go tell me later <laughs> it's but, mary um, it's no i mean it's mary oh okay <laughs> mary if you're hearing this and me the first time mary you owe louise a card <laughs> like, but um but yes yeah, so i think that's definitely something i struggle with well and that's honest that is part of the reason why i struggle with um, at least when I'm like doing cards specifically as it relates right. to words of affirmation is that I want to put so much thought into it. Like when I wrote out those like cards, like thank you cards after interviews, they were like personal. Like, like oh, like, I remember when you said you like tacos. I'm like, I just really hope you have a great taco this week. Like it was like, they're a very specific thing that like. You love to be seen. I want, well, and I just don't want it to feel just, like it's what you just said about ripping that shit up because it felt generic. I didn't want my cars to get ripped up because they felt like generic or they were generic. Right. It's like, well, if I'm just like sending you a card to send you the card, like, why am I doing it? And so, right. yeah, I definitely think that's something that I have to work on being in my head a little less about. And I think I'm, I'm just really excited about getting more into and more into physical touch and, I, and discovering that for me, because I'm like, it's not just sex or like sexy, like it's just little gentle moments before, like little gentle moments of touch that I really like. And I don't know that I was always able to like get in tune with that or quality time. But like now I'm like, no, I, I want, because I think I want to share what it said here. So it was like quality time, uninterrupted and focused conversations that mm. like if we aren't, if we aren't doing the physical touch and like everything else, then I need uninterrupted and focused conversations. This like, yeah. hey, how was your day bullshit? Like this back and forth of like, hey, sup, 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 what are you doing? You can miss me with that. Like I get it to get things started, but like if that's all we're doing, that cycle is very unattractive and unappealing. Mm-hmm. But like, because like you could just text, hey, what, you, what are you doing? Like while you're watching TV, while you're talking to a friend, while you're doing all the things. Like yeah. I want to know that like I'm worth you setting aside some time for. And I think that's almost kind of where the like acts of service comes in when it, in regards to like going on dates. Like, I just want to know that I'm worth the time, time. and the effort yeah. that you don't like you aren't counting your pennies if you're spending money on me. Cause I'm mm-hmm. not doing that. Cause I think you're worth 
this gift or this time or, you know, things like that. Well, it's like that thing, like time is your most valuable currency, right? So if I'm giving Mm -hmm. you my time, that means something. And I think that applies to like when you don't hear back from people, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. for a while you're like, okay, so you can't even take like 15 seconds, 15 seconds to, to text me back can be a thought that some people have. But again, as we've said several podcasts ago, people's <laughs> lives don't revolve around or revolve around everyone or sure. you know us. And so that's okay. But um, with what you just shared makes me think about that, like what I struggled with this week, kind of going back to the question I didn't have an answer to, I think it is <laughs> giving quality time, right? Like I really struggled mm-hmm. with that the last three days because like uninterrupted time, I'm like, I definitely have been on my phone than I should, right? Like if I'm sitting mm-hmm. down on a couch and watching a thing with my partner, I'm like on the phone and I'm like, I shouldn't be. Yeah. But sometimes it's like, it's right there, right? Like <laughs> I feel it, I like always know where it is. Right, you always and, know where the phone is. Yeah. And that in the, for the uninterrupted, that word is just sticking with me when it comes yes. to quality time. Yes, and I also, as you're literally talking about, like, your struggles with quality time, I don't want you to think that I'm not having quality time with you because I have my phone in my hand because I was looking to see if there were any other, like, pieces on here that I wanted to share. So, like, uninterrupted and and focused conversations is quality time. Acts of service, letting them know you are wanting to help or to lighten their load. And so, similar to what I was saying earlier, receiving gifts, thoughtfulness, making your partner a priority. physical touch, nonverbal usage of body language to touch and show love, and then words of affirmation, encourage, affirm, appreciate, and listen actively. And so I think, as the Tenderoni said earlier, yes, they all make up, <laughs> they all make up love, and they're, they're all within it. And I guess, like, my final question for you, Louise, is, like, do you think love languages really matter yeah. in relationships? Yes, I think they matter in relationships. I think, um, like with any kind of personality test, there's some faultiness to it. There's, sure. It's not like the most accurate thing. And I think the most important thing is that they shouldn't define your whole personality, right? Like you shouldn't, mm-hmm. if like how you, like let's say you love to receive, your top language to receive is affirmation and your partner d- that's not their top way to give love. That doesn't mean that it's like an automatic not match right Mm. Uh, and so I think I think you know I even am thinking about how our conversation is helping me in my own relationship and really wanting to spend quality time tomorrow right with like my partner Mm -hmm. and so I think they matter as like a mindfulness activity and I'll never forget like my old roommate used to talk about what didn't really really didn't really believe in astrology like we used to have a podcast and in that podcast we talked about astrology and she was like I don't necessarily believe in it but it's a good mindful activity right like reading your mm-hmm. horoscope is a good mindful of like what is this astrology what is my astrology for the day talking about and what can I just gain from it and I think mm-hmm. you know if nothing else using love languages as a mindfulness tool as a way to check in with yourself like Mm-hmm. Oh, like, can it help you better communicate, right? Like, is it a, even a good mindfulness tool in terms of communication, right? And you can take mm-hmm. that with people and, and hopefully, you know, you have your own, is Tinderoni a good thing? Like, do I, would people want to be a Tinderoni or no? Mm-hmm. Tina okay. referred to herself as a Tinderoni okay. last week. Great. So <laughs> I, I hope that if people use the love languages as a tool to better understand themselves and to communicate that they have a positive Tinderoni experience mm-hmm. um, and the person they communicate that to responds better than the Tinderoni in your situation. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and I, 
agree with all the things that you said. You said something that stood out to me. Communication tool, framework. Yes, thank you. Oh, that's great. I, that's a great exercise. Um, so yes, so I, I completely agree with you about using the love languages as a framework. And so I think the more I kind of like dive into them, um, the more I'm able to see without kind of pulling up the list. I'm like, oh, like I noticed that, because I think with a lot of things, you kind of notice the thing that's missing, right? Like you notice that like, right. oh, you don't have, like maybe you don't have the best job or maybe you don't have the best house or whatever. Um, and so it's easier, you know, because sometimes our brains kind of fixate on the negative or the things that we lack. And so it's really easier or starting to get easier for me to notice when one of the love languages is not being atten- being tended to. And I, even though my top one is acts of service, I have 100% seen all of them kind of in play. And I, right. they shouldn't, they should kind of all coexist in your romantic and, uh, relationships and just other relationships as well. And so... I think they matter. It's a great framework. You don't have to have them memorized, but I think if you can, it just helps you understand how you want to be treated and mm-hmm. how you want to feel in a relationship. And I think that matters. And so it just gives us that common language for it. And so I'm hoping that more folks will use this language <laughs> and speak this language with us and with their partners and you know, folks that they're in relationships with, because I think it can just be really helpful. Yeah. And I will say too, like I see in the notes, you reference Gary Chapman, who I think came up with the terminology, yes. who I has the books definitely. and his, yes. one of the books uh, that he wrote about love language is the one that I read, read and it's a pretty good read. It doesn't take like a long time to get through them. I think he has written a bunch of different books of lang- love languages for married couples and like mm-hmm. he's not yeah. really specific about it, but I'd be, I'm always certain to not send that link to me. <laughs> like, I'm not right, trying to say love right, right, <laughs> right, be really careful because like I guess you say love and people jump and I'm just like, it's okay. It's, it's not like that it. serious. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, it's a good book um, and it's, yeah, Good framework. Yeah, definitely. So I honestly, like, I feel like this conversation has sparked so many thoughts in my head, like around love languages and things like that. I feel like at some point we'll do a part two and maybe bring some folks on because I really want to learn more about like how people like receive them and what happens when, because you, you said this and that made me think of a couple of people. I'm like, what happens when you have a love language and your partner just cannot give that love language like what what happens with that and so we'll we'll definitely revisit this topic at some point but I think for now we'll leave it there and just you know as always courting cuties keep it cute and court with confidence bye Bye. thanks for listening y'all to another episode of courting in color don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Court in Color. That's C-O-U-R-T-N-C-O-L-O-R. Or email us at courtincolor at gmail.com. Head on over to our website at courtingincolor.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to us. Court dismissed. Bye. Bye. Work. Vogue.